Can you imagine if human beings lived a thousand years or 20,000 years or 50,000 years? Can you imagine the perspective we would have on things <laughs> if we lived a whole lot longer? Yeah, I think it'd be weird. It'd be interesting. Hey, this is Tim Patterson. This is a Trade Show Guy Monday Morning Coffee for Labor Day 2020, the 7th of September. I know. Less than four months to go, and we can check off 2020 and throw the calendar out. Hey, you can find me online at tradeshowguy.net. i got a bunch of other sites, including uh, tradeshowguyblog.com, tradeshowguywebinars.com, tradeshowguyexhibits.com is where you can find all those uh, great exhibits. Also, tradeshowsuccessbook.com, my first book. The second one is tradeshowsuperheroes.com. And you can find our exhibit design search by going to tradeshowbuy.com. Did I miss anything? Anyway, like I said, less than four months and we can kind of kiss this year goodbye. And and then you say, well, what about 2021? Wouldn't you just hate to have 2021 be one of those years that makes 2020 look like a walk in the park? Man. So imagine, yeah, imagine, if you will, having like a really long perspective of life in the universe, like let's say 50,000 years of time. You could watch that much time unfold. I mean... The earliest sewing needle was found and made about 50,000 years ago. The Sahara Desert region was wet and fertile 50,000 years ago. And that was when the later Stone Age began in Africa. Uh, The world was in the Upper Paleolithic era. About 45,000 years ago, European early modern humans were roaming the continent, which lasted about 30,000 years until about 15,000 years ago. Uh, about 33,000 years ago, the oldest known domesticated dog skulls uh, show they existed uh, in Europe and Siberia. And uh, the gla- glacier glaciers, uh, the last glacial maximum, as they call it, peaked about 26,000 years ago. Vast ice sheets covering much of North America, Northern Europe and Asia, uh, profoundly affecting Earth's climate by causing drought and a large drop in sea levels. You go back 24,000 years. Uh, Evidence shows humans lived in Alaska and Yukon, North America, and the first human migration into North America took place uh, 13 to 16,000 years ago. And one more thing, if you condense the history of the Earth, which is about 4.5 billion years, to just one year, humans have been here only 23 minutes of the last minute, uh, of the last hour of that one year. So we haven't been here long. You just kind of got to look at it in perspective. In real time, humans have been on Earth about uh, 200,000 years. The sun predates us all, of course. It's estimated to be about 4.57 billion years old. So why am I bringing all this up? Uh, Because I really think kind of as humans, and we tend to lose perspective. And and since this is kind of a day off, I thought, well, I'm just going to ramble and riff on all these things that kind of rattle through my mind every, every now and then. We look at what's happening today. Uh, we look at what happened yesterday, which is easily forgotten. We look at what hap- might happen tomorrow, and, and it's too far in advance. You know, we, we kind of schedule things as time goes out. But, you know, as humans, uh, we're selfish about our time and where we fit in everything. But if you picture your life, the average life is, what, 75 to 90 years, maybe? Uh, that's as long as you're going to live. Uh, as part of a larger and longer picture and time frame, we're only here for like a blink, Right of the cosmic eye. So, so knowing this, how do we put everything in perspective? Knowing that, you know, you want to make the most of the years you have. Well, we get up, we go to work, 
we zoom into a meeting, we go shopping, we take a walk, we spend time with family, we talk to friends and relatives, we spend too much time on social media, you know, hey, we're humans, right? Uh, I read about the death of uh, Chad uh, Bozeman last week and thought, wow, guy's just 43. Revered, packed a lot into his life, talented guy. Uh, and I've already gotten 22 more years than he had. I, I've got 25 more years right now than one of my heroes, John Lennon, had. Almost 30 years more than what Bob Marley got, another of my musical icon heroes. Uh, but these people are, you know, just cultural figures. They're, yes, they're important to our lives because they mean something to us. They created things that we cared about. But, you know, who will remember the Beatles in a thousand years? You think, you think humans will? 10,000 years? Will we even be here? I'm just kind of taking a long perspective. And if so, what would they think of the Beatles? Those kind of greeny white, black and white images and the noises of them on the Ed Sullivan show. Uh, human history is fascinating. I agree. Our culture is fascinating and the lives we live as part of all this is incredibly fascinating. Uh, and putting it in perspective, I think, and we each have our own way of doing that. I think that's pretty important, though. When I was born, the world population was 2.7 billion people. Roughly. Uh, by mid-century, 2050, the world population expected to be almost 10 billion people. So it's easy to get lost in the crowd, right? Uh, so how do you live within this context? Do you live it in a selfish way? Uh, do you try and acquire as much material goods and money as you can? Because, hey, that's doable. People have done it. You look at the names. Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, Elon Musk, Warren Buffett, they have more money than they could ever spend in their lifetimes. Someone's keeping score, though. So we go back to the 15th and 16th centuries. Do we remember all the rich people back then? I suppose we, we remember the Medicis, and there are a few of them. But, uh, you know, we probably remember Michelangelo uh, more and uh, Shakespeare and Da Vinci from that era. And then the question becomes, narrowing it down, how do you live your life? How do you put it in perspective knowing that the human race has been here for a couple of hundred thousand years? There are 7.8 billion people on the planet right now and we're rushing our way to 10 billion. And I had a boss that once said, the purpose of life is to enjoy the passage of time. You know, I guess I can't argue with that. I think that's valid. Another purpose is to help others when you're here. My dad, who died at the age of 92 uh, four years ago, volunteered as a EMT, emergency medical technician, for local fire departments for over 40 years. Uh, during that same time, he was also volunteering to build cabinets for Habitat for Humanity. He never got, uh, never, never asked for any recognition. He was like the most humble guy I know. Um, he got honored a couple times, but he didn't like the spotlight. He just rather would do the work. So you could do something like that. You could give back as much as you want. A lot of people choose to create. I like that because that's an giving in a way. Uh, writers, musicians, sculptors, authors, uh, you know, you can do all that. Build stuff, you design stuff. Maybe you got lucky somewhere along the way and you have a job or a career that you like, you enjoy, because a lot of people don't. So the question uh, then becomes, how do you live a life that is valuable to you? I mean, not to your parents, not to your kids, not to your friends, not to your spouse, but to you. How do you make it valuable to you and worthwhile to you? You know, I, I, I think of this movie uh, called Cousins, 1989. I had to look it up. Ted Danson starred as a guy. I don't remember much about it, uh, but I do remember, if I remember correctly, Ted's character was a, a guy who was a sweet guy. Uh, people loved him. 
friendliest guy, but his life was a total shambles. <laughs> Everything was going wrong. He just couldn't run his life, but he his attitude towards things and people, people loved him. So, you know, he sucked at life, but in a way he succeeded because people really liked the guy. Uh, and he succeeded in an area in which a lot of us simply fail, being a good person to everybody that we meet. You know, I try and remind myself, and it's hard in this really divisive political time to to be able to treat people with dignity and respect when I wake up every day. And I try and do that. There are moments when I go, oh, I love to tell that guy I'm a piece of my mind, but you know, I don't. <laughs> I keep that conversation up there. I, I try and, again, treat people with dignity and respect. So what is success to you? It's different for everybody. I agree. Uh, it can be measured in a lot of ways. I mentioned money earlier. There was a popular bumper sticker or t-shirt back in the 80s you know he who dies with the most toy wins and i always said yeah but he's dead um <laughs> and we don't talk about people that have the most stuff really what about spiritual success you know, there's emotional success uh, physical success you're in good shape keep keep your body in good shape you, you take care of yourself you treat people nice so I, I think you know to wrap it up uh whatever you choose jump in and of course you have the right to change your mind and remember Nobody's perfect. We're all a work in progress. Have yourself a great Labor Day. This is a Tim Patterson, Trade Show Guy, Monday Morning Coffee. We'll do it again next time. <laughs>